Welcome into Outkick the Show. I am your fearless leader, Clay Travis. I hope all of you are having fantastic Fridays, wherever you may be, across this great country or this great land. Right off the top, I've got effectively free money for all of you. FanDuel.com slash Clay. Go there right now. FanDuel.com slash Clay. The Sweet 16 is tomorrow. I'm going to give you all of my gambling picks here in a little bit on the show. But in the meantime, let me make sure I note that I'm going to do that. You can bet $5 and if your team wins in the Sweet 16, you can pick any team. And by the way, you should pick Gonzaga or Arkansas if you want the best possible value. Then you get back $150. That is a 30 to 1 payout. A $5 bet gets us back $150. All you have to do to win that money is go to fanduel.com slash clay. That's fanduel.com slash clay to get hooked up now. NFL draft drama underway boys and girls and we're still a month away from the actual NFL draft. You can pencil in Trevor Lawrence at 1. You can pencil in Zach Wilson at 2. Who is going to go 3rd? We don't know but we know that the San Francisco 49ers and Kyle Shanahan were ready to make their move and they traded with the Miami Dolphins to come up and get that pick at number 3 overall. This means theoretically that the 49ers are preparing to draft their quarterback of the future and their options would be in no particular order Mac Jones, Trey Lance, or Justin Fields. Those are the first five quarterbacks that are expected to be off the board. All three of those guys would be available at number three for the 49ers presuming again Trevor Lawrence one Zach Wilson two and then Mac Jones, Trey Lance and Justin Fields would also go in the top of the draft. I'm going to put up a poll question here in a bit and ask you who you think the pick should be for the San Francisco 49ers. This is an aggressive move by Kyle Shanahan that effectively spells the end of the Jimmy Garoppolo era that began with such fanfare in San Francisco. So the first story is who will the 49ers be drafting? The second story now is what are they going to do with Jimmy Garoppolo and where is he going to end up? Some ideas to toss out there for all of you. Denver? Maybe the Broncos could have interest. It doesn't seem like they are committed long-term to Drew Locke. Could the New England Patriots even though they have already invested with Cam Newton for one year could they be interested in Jimmy G? Carolina? Maybe. The Teddy Bridgewater era does not seem to have gone very well. You can toss your guesses in by the way. Maybe the Houston Texans. Tyrod Taylor is their guy right now. Deshaun Watson on his way out. Could anybody in Houston be enamored of Jimmy Garoppolo? Maybe. Maybe there's something they could give up to bring in Jimmy G and put him head-to-head with Terod Taylor. Uh, Is there some possibility of Jimmy G going elsewhere? I would say yes is the answer but those are immediate teams that come to mind. Let me go back to the 49ers here for a moment too. This is about the 49ers recognizing 
the extreme quarterback talent that now exists in the NFC West. Think about it. The Rams went and got Matthew Stafford. Already we know Russell Wilson is a stud with the Seahawks where it appears he will be staying. Kyler Murray will be entering into year three with Cliff Kingsbury and has been a successful debut quarterback so far which leaves us with the 49ers feeling like they were being left behind with Jimmy Garoppolo. Now they will have their quarterback of the future to battle in the NFC West. Kyle Shanahan will get his opportunity to select a quarterback. What else does this mean outside of the 49ers pick and also Jimmy G? How about the Eagles decide to give up the number 6 overall pick and move back? This is interesting because the Dolphins now are at 6. Could they still be interested in a quarterback at 6? You figure 1, 2, 3, and 4 will be quarterbacks now. But at 6, what will the options be there for the Dolphins? Remember the Falcons theoretically are drafting at 4. Looks like the first 4 picks could all be quarterbacks. But there at 6, could the Dolphins find themselves back in a position where they theoretically could still be available for a quarterback. Maybe they like whoever that fifth option would still be on the board there. Maybe they're going to trade back out of that one. Who knows exactly? But what this signals for the Eagles is now is not the year when they are going to make a move to try to go get a quarterback themselves. They are going to stick with Jalen Hurts for at least a year maybe longer. We'll see how he performs as the man in Philadelphia. They will wait to decide going forward in Philadelphia theoretically about who their quarterback is going to be but the Eagles basically out of the quarterback race deciding not to move up instead to trade back at the number 6 position. So lots of drama in the NFL draft right now. We will see exactly where all of this is headed. Okay, I'm going to put up a poll question again and ask you who the 49ers should take between Mac Jones, Trey Lance, and Justin Fields. Before we go there, I want to tell you it's March Madness and doing a poor job of grooming can be its own form of madness. That is why you need to be signing up right now for Manscaped. Your balls will thank you. Lower level grooming is a big deal. Right now they'll make a massive donation for testicular cancer. All you have to do is go to manscaped.com use the code DBAP20 you'll get free shipping and 20% off all Manscaped products. Why not go ahead and take care of your grooming so that you whether it's your face whether it's your skin whether it's your genitals whether it is your balls whatever you need take care of yourself with a situation where your balls will thank you DBAP20 Massive donation coming from Manscaped for testicular cancer which is the uh, number one cancer unfortunately that afflicts young men in this country today and you can take care of all of your grooming needs. Fantastic product here. Look at this package that I have. Uh, That's what she said Um, and not my wife by the way. Uh, This is uh, a good trimmer. Lots of fantastic product here that will make you the envy of all everybody else's girlfriend because your balls will be thanking you and your girlfriend will be thanking you because with the Weed Whacker and with your cologne and with everything else and your DBAP20 slogan uh, to code to use you will be well on your way 
to saving a bundle and also getting free shipping. Go to manscaped.com today and get hooked up and do better things for testicular cancer. Shaka Smart is leaving the University of Texas and he is headed to Marquette maybe getting out of town before he was about to lose his job. He never won an NCAA tournament game at Texas and now he is reportedly heading to Marquette. What does Texas basketball do now? And how much could they pay? I'll give you a couple of names because I do think it's an interesting decision that Texas is going to have to make. Bruce Pearl? Bruce Pearl at Texas would kill it. They need a showman. They need somebody who can win at a high level and sell tickets just tossing it out there not sure he would leave Auburn but I think it's worth contemplating. How about Porter Moser at Loyola of Chicago? You want a wild one to consider. How about John Calipari at Kentucky? Things have gotten ugly in the bluegrass. Could he decide to go to somewhere else where the pressure is ratcheted much lower down? Just tossing out some different potential names there. Chris Beard at Texas Tech is probably the favorite uh, already in the state already been to an NCAA title game. Would he be interested in leaving Texas Tech to go up the road to Austin? This is a job that has never really had a high level of success even though the resources are all there. Uh, And I say a high level of success meaning championship success because Rick Barnes won at an incredibly high level at Texas but he was never never able to translate that into the postseason. They force him out. They replace him with Shaka Shaka, and uh, and Shaka Smart has not actually won an NCAA tournament game since he got there uh, even though he had tremendous success at VCU and now he is off to his home state of Wisconsin to take over the Marquette basketball program. A couple of other stories that are out there while we're talking about college basketball let me go ahead and give you all my picks again Get your bets in at fanduel.com slash clay. Go there right now and you can turn a $5 bet on any Sweet 16 team into $150 right now. You will be glad that you did it and I will give you all of my picks right now as soon as I can manage to pull up the latest numbers. All right, I'm on Loyola of Chicago and the under Saturday's game. I'm on Villanova plus 7.5 I'm on Oral Roberts plus 11.5 and and I'm on Syracuse plus 6.5 and the under. I also like the over in Creighton-Gonzaga. I like Florida State plus 2.5 against Michigan. I like Alabama minus 6.5 against UCLA and I like SC minus 2 against Oregon Those are all of my Sweet 16 picks for all of you out there. Blood Bank Guarantee on Sunday is Bama. Blood Bank Guarantee uh, on uh, Saturday is uh, I'll have to give that to you on Saturday. Look forward to breaking all these down for you. Saturday and Sunday I'll give you out the Blood Bank Guarantee. So that is where uh, we are. Uh, Let's talk about this for a minute. Have you seen all of the attention that has been given to women's sports since Megan Rapino demanded equal pay. One of the places where people have been focused and have been complaining is the NCAA tournament. Well, here are some actual stats for you. 
the men's basketball championship budget is almost twice as much as the women the men's tournament brought in a total net income of $864.6 million most recently while the women's event lost $2.8 million the largest loss of any NCAA championship. So the NCAA tournament for men covers all of the women's tournament which loses money and let me repeat that. Facts matter. Business matters because it almost explains everything. The men's NCAA tournament brought in a total net income of $864.6 million in the most recent completed season. The women's event lost $2.8 million the largest loss of any NCAA championship. Why is there a difference in the budgets? Because the money is massive. People care about the men's tournament. They don't care by and large about the women's tournament. And by the way do you know who the biggest fans of women's basketball in the country are? Men. Women don't support athletics for women at very high levels. Men tend to. A couple of other details. NCAA men's tournament revenue $917.8 million. NCAA women's tournament revenue $15.1 million. That means there is 64 times revenue difference between the men's and the women's tournament. There is about a 2 times difference between the men's and the women's tournament budgets. So if anything the NCAA tournament is spending way more money than the economics would justify on women's basketball in college compared to men's basketball. Again, facts matter in a big way as you break down all of the actual facts here as opposed to getting lost in all of the the fanciful anger that exists out there even if it isn't in any way representative of the larger uh, picture from a business perspective. Um, So that is the answer to Megan Rapinoe and all the people who've been demanding more money for the NCAA tournament for women. The data doesn't reflect that the money is there at all. Finally, uh, the head of the Major League Baseball Players Association is threatening, he says he wants to move the All-Star game from Atlanta because of the new voting bill that was passed in Georgia. Now, I haven't spent a lot of time analyzing the Georgia election law uh, and the new bills that have been passed as a result or any other election laws that exist in this country. I'm just busy. That's not something that I've had time to dive into. So, I'm not claiming to be an expert on this. Maybe Tony Clark who is the head of the Major League Baseball Players Association maybe he is also an expert on voting rights and he has spent tons of time reading and combing through all of the studies surrounding the voting rights bill in Georgia. Or more likely I would say he has seen some of the histrionic headlines and doesn't actually have very much of a depth of knowledge of this bill. That would be my guess. Maybe I'm wrong. If I'm wrong he has a right I'll invite him to come on OutKick my radio program in the morning and make his case on why Major League Baseball needs to move the All-Star game outside of Atlanta. But what I have found 
is that most people who are adopting woke policies in the world of sports have a 20-foot tall opinion that is about an inch deep because they don't actually know any of the facts that support any of their problems or any of their allegations. Witness what happened when Peter King came on my radio program after ripping me for a couple of years in his uh, NFL column and then got exposed as having no substance behind what he actually believed. So, this is a bad precedent. I would be stunned if Major League Baseball players agree with it. Uh, The NBA sent the message that because of a transgender bathroom bill in Charlotte, North Carolina they were going to relocate their All-Star game. Meanwhile, they didn't relocate anything outside of China. They still haven't been willing to call out Chinese concentration camps or slave labor or any of those things but lack of basic human rights in China. They continue to play their games in China. They haven't had any issues whatsoever as it pertains uh, to playing overseas but they moved their all-star game out of Charlotte which was a total BS in my opinion uh, a total BS ridiculous absurd decision and now maybe Major League Baseball is following the NBA's lead and this is going to alienate a lot of Major League Baseball fans I would imagine because the All-Star Game hasn't been in Atlanta in 20 years. I was going to plan on being there. I'm still planning on being there if they move the Major League Baseball All-Star Game because of a voting bill in Georgia this is an awful decision by Major League Baseball. I just reiterate again and again and again don't make your sport connected to only one side of the political equation. All you have to do is look at the NBA and recognize that making your uh, sport connected with only one side of the political equation destroys your sport's viability in the long term because we live in a 50-50 nation. I appreciate all of you. I hope you have a fantastic weekend. Good luck on the Sweet 16. FanDuel.com slash Clay a $5 bet returns a 30 to 1 payout $5 turns into $150 I'd tell you to bet on Gonzaga or I would tell you to bet on Arkansas those are the two biggest favorites that's where the best value is relative to the overall marketplace I am Clay Travis this is OutKick DBAP unless you need to SBAP this has been OutKick the show